Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. You know, in the fight of faith, there's a time where the devil's main weapon is discouragement, where where you're believing the Lord to see something, and maybe time has gone on and you haven't seen it, where the devil works by discouragement, sometimes slow, sometimes you, you're fine one day, and then over a course of a, you know weeks and, and, and months, it seems like, of not seeing anything, the discouragement begins to set in. But I want to tell you that discouragement is something that you fight against. There's a fight of faith. And the reason it's a fight is because your mind is fighting against you. The, the, the circumstances may be fighting against you, but discouragement wants to set in. Discouragement wants to come and, and, and take up root in your life. And so I'm here to encourage you today. I'm here to tell you to fight against discouragement, fight against the enemy's weapons, fight against these are the tactics. He may not come to you to get you to backslide in your fight of faith, but he comes to put discouragement on the inside of you. Psalms chapter 42 Verse 5 says, why are you cast down, O my soul? The discouragement comes to your mind. It's part of your soul. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. You make a decision and you tell your mind what to think. It's a fight of faith because when you're moving forward, you're moving forward by the word, but you're moving forward by that which is unseen. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse eighteen says, "While we look not on the things that are unseen, for the things we look not on the things that are seen, for the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal." You know, every breakthrough that that we will have as believers, every breakthrough that we'll have as Christians, every answer to faith, every answer of our prayers starts off in the unseen unseen realm, and so when we begin to look, what you see with your eyes may look bleak. Your situation right now may discourage you. You may look and say, I've been believing the Lord for breakthrough, but I just lost my job. I've been believing the Lord to advance me, and I don't even have money to pay to pay my rent this month. I, I, I'm, I'm believing the Lord for this, but the, it's looking like the opposite is happening. This is the fight of faith. And the Bible says that this time is precious, that the testing of your faith is much more precious than gold, which is tried by fire. And so what it happens is you take the word, the way you win. You can't settle down into discouragement. You have to be like David, who spoke to his own mind and said, Hey, soul, why are you cast down? Why are you discouraged? Why are you dis- disquieted? Why do I have no rest on the inside? Why am I, why am I worried about the future? I, hope in God. I will yet praise God, who's the help of my confidence. There comes a time in the fight of faith where you have to be reminded, God is with you. He's not against you. God is for you. He hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't forgotten about you. I heard a testimony, and I hope my friend's okay with me using this testimony that he told me, but he said that they, um, him and his wife had this car that they leased, and the car lease came up, and they turned it back in, and then uh, they had just gotten into a home, and so they had a mortgage, and, and their finances um, weren't allowing them to, to get another car, to have both the mortgage and the, um, and the vehicle. And he said, I don't want a car payment. And his wife said, well, I want an Audi. It's the car that I want. And she put out her faith. And the one day, he gets a phone call. He gets a text message, actually, from a friend with a picture of the friend with this Audi. And, and, he, and he said, man, you're going to love that car. That's a great vehicle. We used to have that one. And, and they said, I got this for your wife. The Lord told me to tell her, I've not forgotten you. And there they have it. They, they, the, 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 the friend uh, called them 
and the wife was sitting there. Um, the, the gentleman told me the story. His wife was sitting there, and this this person pulls up in a car, and he and she looks out and goes, "That's an awesome car, man. That's such a, a great car." And um, and the the person gets out of the car. This person who worked at Audi got out of the car and put a bow on the front. And the and the uh, and and his wife said. Man, look at that. Someone's getting blessed with an Audi today. Maybe maybe it's someone's anniversary or it's Christmas or someone's gift. Man, that's so awesome. And then the guy walked up and brought it to her and opened the, the box and gave her the keys. And, and the friend said, this is for you. God wants you to know he hasn't forgotten about you. I want to tell you, God hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't forgotten about any of his children. There isn't, God isn't in a financial situation where he's having to send out $1,200 stimulus checks because he can't afford anything better. I want to tell you that God is with you. God is for you. He's a mighty redeemer. He's come through for you before, and he's going to come through for you again. I want to tell you that, I want to encourage you to remind yourself of your past victories. What the devil tries to do is work, work on discouragement by causing you to look at what's going on around you. But you don't keep your eyes on what's going on around you. You keep your eyes on the word and you keep your eyes on the victory. The Bible says, he, the psalmist said, I will remember the days of the, of, the, of the Lord Most High. And so we look back at the victories. We look back at what has God done for me already? What has God done in my life? Where has he come through me for me before? I want to encourage you that God's with you. God's gone before you. I want to tell you that the situation that you're in, God already saw it before it happened. And he already has a situation. But what are you in? You're in the testing of your faith. You're in the, tr- you're in the fight of faith right now. And so what do you do? Number one, you, rem- you remember. You rem- you, you, number one, you remember your victories. Number two, you keep your eyes on the word. Number three, you praise God. David said it here. He said, why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Proverbs 29 verse 6 says, The righteous does sing and rejoice. It's part of being a child of God to rejoice. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. Praise, rejoicing, releases faith. Praise is the voice of faith. So when the trial comes, the trial wants to make you sit there nervous, worrying, you know, wants to get you crying. Oh, the situation's terrible. I've never been in a financial situation. You know, and you, and you look around and you see other people are freaking out. But what do we do as children of God? Hey, when, when I gave the Lord my life, you know, there's people who've lived in, in dire situations their whole lives, and they're Christians, and they're in other countries, and they serve the Lord, and the Lord provides for them. I'm telling you, the Lord is going to take care of you. The Lord is going to take care of you. So even right now, begin to praise God. Begin to praise God for the victory. Begin to thank Him for the victory. Begin to thank Him like you're already on the other side of your testimony. Begin to give Him praise because He's already answering. While you're in the fight of faith, use your weapon. The, use, the devil's using his weapon, and it's discouragement. I'm telling you, use your weapon. Encourage yourself and praise the Lord. He's Jehovah Jireh. Praise Him with His names. Remind Him who He is. Lord, you're Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. You're the God who provides. Lord, you've never let me down. Lord, you're Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're the God who speaks. You're the God who answers by fire. Lord, your hand is not shortened. It, it isn't, it's been 2,000 years since Jesus walked this earth, but that doesn't mean, God, that you're diminished. You're just as strong today. The name of Jesus is still higher than every other name. The name of Jesus is still higher than lack. The name of Jesus is still higher than doubt. You know, the Bible says that destruction and famine, you shall laugh. 
You get over into joy. Lord, this stupid thing that's trying to come after my finances, this stupid situation that's going to come after my family, this stupid situation that's trying to come after my marriage, I laugh at it. No way. I'm a child of God. The devil will not have my children. The devil will not have my finances. I'm not going down. I'm going over. And coming out of this time, this fight of my faith, I'm going to have another testimony. Man, I praise you, Lord, already that my, t- my test is turning into a testimony. Lord, I praise you for this fight of faith. What am I doing? You encourage yourself in the Lord. You encourage yourself in the Lord. This is what faith is. It's getting out of, it's not taking evidence from your senses. It's not taking evidence from what you see. You know, the, the, the course may be, the predictions may be that you're, that you're not going to make it. The predictions may be that you're that you're, you're not going to last. The predictions may be that the economy is going to crash, and you're, the predictions may be that the company is going to fail. But I want to tell you that that when you chose to serve God, when you when you said Jesus be the Lord of my life, you gave Him every part of you. You gave Him every part of you, and so in this time, rejoice because the Lord's already provided a way of escape. Rejoice because the Lord knows those who are His. Rejoice because the Lord is with you like a mighty, fearless warrior. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 20 and verse 11, but the Lord is with you like a mighty, fearless warrior. So my persecutors will be put to shame. Who's your persecutor? Is it, is it, is it financial embarrassment? Who's your persecutor? Is it poverty? Who's your persecutor? Is it discouragement? Your persecutors will be put to shame. Why? Because the Lord is on your side. Praise the Lord. We've got a God in heaven who's big enough. Praise the Lord. We've got a God in heaven who's mighty enough. Praise the Lord. We got a God of, in heaven who remembers you. Praise the Lord. We got a God in heaven who's, who's mighty to save, mighty to deliver. Praise the Lord. It might have even been your own fault. It might have been your own stupidity. But praise the Lord. We got a God of mercy. Hey, who pours out his mercy. You need mercy when it was your mistake. Praise the Lord. He's a good God. Praise the Lord that as you hang on to the word, you always come out on top. And no one's fought. You know why, it said the, why Paul said to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? It ain't a good fight if you lose. If there was any possibility for us to lose when we fought the fight of faith, it wouldn't be a good fight. Why can't we lose? Because the Lord is on my side. Now, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Go ahead and let out a victory shout. People who are victorious, celebrate. Go out and go ahead and celebrate. This is faith. You don't wait till you till you see the victory to celebrate. You see it in the word and you celebrate it. That's faith. Well, you count it done before it's even done. Lord, I bless you that I may not have seen the outcome that I want yet, but God, I bless you that you're on my side. Lord, I don't know who else you're fighting for on this earth, but you're fighting for me. I don't know who else you're coming through on this, for on this earth, but you're coming through for me, Lord. I don't know who else is trusting you on this earth, God, but I trust you. Oh, wonderful miracle worker, King of kings, Lord of lords, I glorify you. I glorify you. I glorify you. And then if it is a financial situation, there is power to the seed. You know, in financial situations, in tightened situations, what you want to do is save and hoard and you want to keep to yourself. But there's actually something about sowing and famine. You know, famine is the only time where a hundredfold 
a hundredfold return is guaranteed. The Bible says that Isaac sowed seed in the land in the time of famine, and the same year reaped a hundredfold. So this time, the Lord actually spoke to my heart a couple weeks ago to plant a famine seed. Now, it's not a famine for me, but it's a famine out there. And so you plant a famine seed. So you take what you have in your hand, and when it is the tightest, when it is the hardest, you take what you have and you say, God, I'm entrusting you with this because, Lord, I know that my seed needs soil. And so, Father, I'm sowing this into your kingdom. And by placing, man, you move in the opposite spirit. It's like the spirit of unforgiveness tries to come when someone wrongs you. What happens? You move in the opposite spirit. No, not only do I forgive him, but I'm going to bless him financially. That's how you, not only do I forgive him, but I'm going to pray that God would bless him. You know, you move in the opposite spirit. So when, when, the, when the nation is gripping onto their funds, when the nation is, is in a time of recession, when you say, God, I want to show you that even in this time, your kingdom means something to me. There's power in the seed. There's power in famine seed. And so you plant. Don't plant to the SBCA. Don't give to the, to, to the All Children's Hospital. You give to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can give to, to, you can give to um, charities whenever, you know, on the back end. But, but when you're giving to God, you give to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you say, God, what you are doing in this earth matters to me today. Hallelujah. And so today I want to just encourage you. I want to be the one that you hear it from me. You're not going under. I give you God's word. You're going over. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. God is more than enough. He goes before you and makes the crooked places straight. He besets you in behind and before he laid his hand upon you. He knew this time was coming and he didn't plan on leaving you now. I'm going to say that again. He knew this time was coming and he didn't plan and he doesn't and he didn't plan on leaving you now. He's with you today. He'll be with you in a year and there'll be a time where you'll be testifying to the goodness of God. So rejoice. So rejoice. So rejoice because God is with you and great is the victory. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.